Welcome back to the Scott Adams Show. I'm joined by Leonardo Cravota. Today, we're very pleased to have on the Scott Adams Show the founder of Spectator, spectator spectator.org. The American Spectator. The American Spectator. And his name is R. Emmett Terrell, Jr. And we like to call him Bob. Bob, welcome to the Scott Adams Show. Uh, delightful being here, even at this early, early hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had to convince him to come to come on the show. And as many of our listeners know, I write and work for the American Spectator. And I've sent many people my articles. I've sent them samples of the magazines. And here is the man that started it all back in 1967, Bob Terrell. And Bob, I want to start off by asking you about this fantastic new book, which I have read cover to cover. The title, How Do We Get Out of Here? How did you come up with How Do We Get Out of Here? What's the significance of the title? Well, I actually didn't come up with it. Uh, Bob Kennedy came came up with it in 1968. He and I were were in a a vast auditorium. I was behind the curtains. He was in front of the curtains, and he gave a great speech. And when he was done with his speech, he turned, ripped the curtains back and, and looked at me and said, how do we get out of here? <laughs> I, good line. I could use that for something. And 55 years later, I used it for the title of my memoirs. I've had an opportunity. a little more to the story, actually. Uh, he thought I was either a security man or some sort of official. And he, and I was only 22 years old. And, uh, I, I, I said this way, and we went off to the right. There was no exit there. Went off to the left. There was no exit there. I was getting kind of anxious and went back to the left again, and there was his car down at the steps. So I led him down to his car. He put his hand out to shake hands with me and thank me. And I, decided, and I thought, I was thinking about this on the way to the car. I had a Reagan for president button in my pocket and so he reached his hand out and sh- to shake it and i put a re- a, the reagan for president button in his hand he looked down at it he laughed i looked down at it and i laughed and four weeks later he ran into a, a person who wasn't so funny wow that's uh that's amazing story and you know that was that came at a time when um and i think the kennedys were great about this actually as is Bobby Kennedy Jr. is today, I think that they are able to cross the aisle and um, make good deals. That was at a time when Democrats and Republicans could actually talk to each other, wasn't it? Yeah, they did. Uh, and In fact, uh, Reagan, Bob Kennedy had, had debated before the, uh, the inauspicious event in which he, he put, shook hands with me. Well, you know, uh, the title of your book is How Do We Get Out of Here? But the subtitle is what's catchy. Half a Century of Laughter and Mayhem at the American Spectator, from Bobby Kennedy to Donald J. Trump. And of course, we've come we've come a long way since then, and it's been a long journey. Uh, there have been many great stories in the Beltway that you've been involved with. You know, the dirty tricks or the the political gamesmanship is something that has changed quite a bit over the years and over the decades. One of the stories you told in a speech you gave at some gala was a funny story about how you uh, 
played a little bit of a trick and got some media attention. Do, do you recall what I'm talking about? Well, I, I can tell you this. I was reading my notes in the book for the book uh, last night, and it occurred to me that this book, I, I have six pre- American presidents in this book, six, and there are six pictures of them with me in the middle of the book. And there's one president that, that, that was included, was the president of Russia, uh, not the present president, but Boris Yeltsin. Uh, he was, and I got to meet Boris Yeltsin, and I thought he was a very charming man. Of course, he was drunk at the time. He had a drinking problem. <laughs> and a drinking problem. He could never get enough of the stuff. At any rate, I, I just thought I'd add that if anyone wants to see, hear what, the presidents, uh, George W. Bush, George H. W. Bush, of course, Ronald Reagan. This is a collection of essays on American presidents and one Russian president. Well, Bob, when you were mentioning the list of presidents, you left off the name, the one that really put American Spectator on the map, Bill Clinton. You know, So back in those uh, days when Hillary was still wearing a headband... It was a a real pivotal moment for the American Spectator. Can you tell us what it was like when you came out with that big story and you were hesitant to publish it? Can you share that moment with our listeners? I was never hesitant to publish it, but some of my staff was hesitant (laughs) to accept checks from me for a long period of time. Tom Wolfe said it was the most momentous magazine piece published in the 20th century. And that piece was a piece that identified the troopers that served as pimps for Bill Clinton, and the treatment of women that was had been accepted as possible and legal and all of that ended with that piece. It was called the Troopergate piece. We revealed that Bill Clinton had screwed around with women in, in, in a most slanderous way. That was, I suppose, the, the beginning of this war against philandering men. I joined the war with with the women that were abused by Bill Clinton. His cheating card, I believe, is the name of the chapter. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, and I uh, and I um, we didn't get any awards for it. Uh, it's amazing how many people said it was a, it was a, a salacious and should have never been published. Well, if it hadn't been published, I don't think these women that are protesting the harassment of them would have gotten to first base. Well, you know, the book is fascinating. If you want if you want to learn about uh, the history of Washington and a lot of the things that went on, there's no better book to read than How Do We Get Out of Here? Because uh, you've actually spent time in the Oval Office with every president since Reagan, other than Obama, and you also knew personally President Nixon. Yeah, I did. After, after he was retired. And I found him to be a most engaging conversationalist and the most engaging man. Uh, and I think he's, his re- reputation is being reborn. I mean, he was a real president. The president we have now is an artificial president. And you actually got to spend some time in the Trump Oval Office. In fact, I've seen the, the photograph that you have of your whole spectator team uh, Trump had, uh, had uh, spent some time with with the Spectator in the Oval Office. Yeah, but the the, the time I spent with 
Donald Trump before he was president of the United States is most interesting. I wrote some speeches for him, uh, got to know him pretty well. The, the story I have about him in the book is that he was a different man back before he was elected president. He was a likable man. He was gregarious. Uh, he went to one of our galas, and put on a good show, had a good time. But he couldn't, as he came into the White House, couldn't do what Ronald Reagan did so well. Ronald Reagan would soar over his opponents. Instead, Donald confronted his <clears throat> opponents. It's turned him into a different man than he was. That is kind of an interesting, that's a very uh, interesting observation because, uh, you know, one of the great Reagan lines, you know, his uh, age and experience. Right, I was, right. Who, who was he? I think he was, oh, yeah, it not, was Mondale. Not, Mondale. Mondale, yeah. yeah. Not Mondale. Scott, yeah. Scott, Scott had a, blame, a brain blank at the moment. <laughs> well, the, the, Benson, the Benson line against Quayle was, I knew John Kennedy, Kennedy you're, you're no John Senator, Kennedy. Senator, you're no John Kennedy, But yes. uh, Reagan, when he said uh, about his age and experience. Right, I'm not going to exploit my, uh, candidate, uh, my opponent's uh, age. Yeah, that's what Reagan did so well. Youth and inexperience. Yeah. But what I really enjoyed about the book, Bob, was how politically incorrect it was how you said things in the book that people nowadays would be told they, they can't use that language that they're um, they're harassing somebody or they're taking somebody out of a safe space but that you, that you didn't care about any of that and that you were able to just do what you've always done which is just say it out as it is call the situation exactly the way it turned out and, and that's what people one of the things that I believe readers will take away from this book that we all have to be honest and report things just as we see them. And that's what the American Spectator has always done, and that's what you have always done, and have done masterfully with this book. Well, thank you very much. I, I had a lot of fun living the life, and I had even more fun writing about the life. Yeah. Well, Bob, thank you so much for spending some time with the Scott Adams Show. I uh, want to remind our listeners that they can go to spectator.org and find links to how they can go about buying this book. Of course, this book is available everywhere, including Amazon. Um, it's entitled, How Do We Get Out of Here? Half a Century of Laughter and Mayhem at the American Spectator, From Bobby Kennedy to Donald J. Trump by R. Emmett Terrell, Jr., and we thank you, Bob, for uh, spending some time with the Scott Adams Show today. We'll talk to you later, Bob. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that book is a fun read. Yeah, it's it's definitely a if fun read. If you like read. politics, you'll love this book. A lot of inside stories and a lot of uh, personal uh, anecdotes. So it's very engaging. That's right, Leonora. If you'd like to get a copy of this podcast or any other podcast, be sure to check out scottadamshow.com. We're also available on Spotify, iTunes, and any other podcasting service.